Welcome, welcome, guys. We are live with Charlie from Cultivate Crypto and his boy in the house. Welcome to the show. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to the show, Fresh Fit Podcast. We got Charlie from Cultivate Crypto and Miguel. Miguel. Shout out to you guys, man. We got uh, we got Miami, Tokyo, and uh, Miguel. You're out there in California, right? California, yeah, that's right. Hey man, that's what's up, man. That's what's yep. up. So this is long overdue, guys. Um, you, uh, if you guys follow us on social media, Fresh and Fit Miami, you guys always people ask me questions about crypto, and I'm like, listen, man. Just go check out Charlie from Cultivate Crypto. Go check out Charlie from Cultivate Crypto. And then they go on his Instagram and Charlie has like zero posts. <laughs> Who is this guy? Yeah, I got one post on Instagram. That's yeah, it. So he doesn't have anything on there. They think I'm like scam or something like that. But no, man, um, Charlie, deal. I'm happy to have you here. Miguel, I'm happy to have you here. Um, I've known Charlie now for over a year now, Charlie. Uh, yeah, we first yeah. started speaking in 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, shout out to John from Modern Life Dating putting yep. this together, man. So, yeah, um, yeah, I think, um, yeah, it was, I don't remember exactly mid 2019. Yeah. Uh, right after Bitcoin hit that peak of 14 K, then I think, you know, Bitcoin is dropping back below 10 K again. And you're like, man, I need to get some of these things. And, uh, cause you know, for about a year and a half or about, well, actually, but yeah, but a year and a half after, uh, early 2019, right. I was telling everybody, uh, to get, uh, at least one Bitcoin, uh, if you could. And, um, yeah, under 10k, you're like, well, let's get let's get more than we can, or as much yeah. as we can, essentially. Um, and so I was like, yeah, this guy knows what's up, and um, yeah, I think it's turned out pretty well for you. Yeah, I mean, so I'll t- I'll say a little bit about how we met, and then I want uh, want you guys to introduce yourself to our audience as people start piling in. So, uh, guys, I met J- uh, Charlie through uh, John from Auto Life Dating. Shout out to John, as you guys know, John is a close friend of mine. Uh, you know, uh, I, I credit a lot of my uh, success to, to John from Modern Life Dating. You know, he he gave me a platform to to begin. And, you know, at the end of the day, like I wouldn't be here without John. You got to pay homage to people that help you out. And, uh, you know, Fresh and Fit wouldn't be where it's at now without his help. So uh, John introduced me to Charlie and John pretty much was like, listen, dude, you need to start putting your money into into crypto. And I was like, you know what, man, I, I, I need to take the dive because. You know, even a guy like me that isn't like, you know, I wasn't the most astute person with cryptocurrency, but I saw the trend. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. even if you're not the smartest guy when it comes to investing, the smart guys find someone that is smart at it so that they can figure it out and learn and then basically get, uh, you know, the guidance from them. So yep. I started doing consultations with Charlie. Charlie led me uh, to the path. And, you know, and we I could talk a little bit more about my portfolio and, uh, you know, what I've been able to personally do. But uh, Charlie has been uh, instrumental to my success. So. Charlie Miguel, can you guys introduce yourself to the audience a little bit? Um, how you guys started with this, uh, where you guys are from, etc. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, yeah, I'm Charlie. I run a YouTube channel called Cultivate Crypto. Also got a website called CultivateCrypto.com. Uh, started that about a year and a, well, about two years ago now in February of 2019. 
uh, when Bitcoin was about $3,600. Um, and the reason why we did that is because uh, we figured, well, it's the bottom of the bear market. Things are looking up from here. So we wanted to build up when everybody was not paying attention. Uh, me personally, I'm from Minnesota originally. I've been living in Tokyo now for about 10 years. And um, yeah, uh, love cryptocurrency, love the way it's going. Bitcoin now is around uh, $50,000 per Bitcoin. So yeah. I would say, you know, we spot that trend right in the nick of time. <laughs> but uh, you know, seriously, sometimes a little too early, right? Which is good because it gives you time to build up your YouTube, gives you time to build up your credibility. Uh, and um, yeah, in terms of right now, what we got going on, we got this thing called the Crypto Mindset Course, which we've been building up uh, since last year. And with that course, we're just helping people to, uh, you know, who may not know so much about cryptocurrency, how to get into cryptocurrency uh, in a safe manner and then make money and then keep those gains. Because I think a lot of people, they get into this market and they make some money, but then they lose it very quickly or they do something stupid. And uh, yeah, they don't see as many gains. as they could. So that's what we're here to try to help. Right. And uh, what about you, Miguel? Me and you just met yesterday, so I'm, I'm happy to have you on the show. Yeah, yeah. No, no, for sure. Yeah, my name is uh, Miguel, but I go by uh, Dollar Cost Crypto everywhere. I have a I have a podcast I've been running since like 2019. Um, a YouTube channel with the same name, so you can pretty much find me there everywhere. I mean, I pretty much found uh, Charlie right through uh, MLD, pretty much. So I was I was I was like consuming a lot of red pill content and stuff, just like really digging the space. And then I was like, I just heard, yeah, and Bitcoin, and my ears perked up like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, whoa, what's Bitcoin? So I went, he's like the Tokyo crypto show. And then I checked that out. And then oh, there was Charlie. And, and then me and Charlie started talking. And we were like, we were, we were talking for a few months. And then we decided, hey, let's just start a show and stuff. I mean, like everyone around here is just so bearish and stuff. And then we're like, we created a, a Sunday show called Moon Gang. And then that's pretty much where me and Charlie's relationship started. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, not to insult your guys' intelligence, but you know, not all of us are crypto per, uh, professionals like you guys are. So I'm going to ask some basic questions, just to you know, aware the audience of what cryptocurrency is. Yeah. Um. So you guys, can you guys give us like an elevator spiel on what is cryptocurrency exactly? It's the best savings account that you can have right now. So bang, bang, uh, boom. That's the easiest way that I like to look at it because I think a lot of people they look at it as a get rich quick scheme, um. Or, or something like this, or a Ponzi scheme, or you know, scam. A lot of these types of things get flung around all the time. But as long as you don't, uh, as long as you're putting in money that you're willing to wait for, right? It's not money that you need tomorrow. And you buy this at any time that you've bought Bitcoin within about four years. Ninety uh, percent of the people are in profit. So it's something that you buy, you hold for a decent amount of time, money that you don't need tomorrow. And then, you know, over time, it tends to grow. So that's the best way to look at it for a beginner, I think. Nice. And I remember when we had our first consultation, Charlie, the first thing you told me was put in an amount that you're OK with losing. You know yep. what I mean? I remember you telling me that, like, listen, just put in an amount that you're OK with losing. You know, you weren't trying to scheme or anything like that. You're like, hey, listen, start off small. And then just as you get more and more comfortable getting into this, just invest what you're OK with losing. And I remember you telling me that and I was like, you know what? OK, I, I can do this. And uh, it helped me feel a lot, a lot better because I think a lot, a big mistake a lot of guys make is they they get balls to the wall right in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, that's that's a huge mistake. So can you explain? You mentioned holding, uh, holding crypto. Can you explain the difference between holding and trading for the people out there, and then a bear, uh, in a bear market versus, uh, you know, a, a bull market? Sure. So holding just means right. You're gonna buy some. You're gonna hold it for quite a long time. 
probably at least five years. Um, you'll be up in money by doing that. You're not going to worry too much about the price fluctuation in between. Everybody says, oh, Bitcoin's so volatile, but it's pretty volatile to the upside uh, for the majority of its period. So the longer you hold it, the better. Um, versus trading, right, just means you're going to buy some cryptocurrency, sell it in a short shorter period of time expecting a profit. And the one thing that that does do, it does tr uh, trigger a taxable event. Uh, so for, depending on how much profit you want to hold or keep, right, if you want to keep that profit, you're going to want to uh, trade over longer periods of time. If you trade over shorter periods of time, you're going to incur more taxes. So um, trading should be the um, not the majority of what you do. The majority of what you do in crypto, if you want success long term, should be buying and holding. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, and I've listened to, you know, because you guys have a phenomenal show with with Donovan uh, Crypto Oasis, which I which I actually tune into all the time when I'm in the gym Thank you. Uh, and listening on you guys. And it's it's a shame that like, you know, on, on the dating ones, you know, like getting girls and all the other stuff <laughs> plus viewers on that one. It's a couple hundred. And I'm like, guys, yeah. this is what you guys need to be listening to. And, uh, you know, even though I don't trade myself because uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not uh, good enough to trade at this point, I, I don't I don't I don't trust myself yet. But I do talk, I hear you guys talking about, you know, you shouldn't be trading more than 30 percent of your portfolio, if I'm not mistaken. Is that is that correct? Yeah, I usually say go by the Pareto principle, 80, 20. So uh, 20 percent up to 20 percent doesn't have to be a full 20 percent, but up to 20 percent of what you own is tradable. OK, 20%, right? OK. Right. And then 80% you should buy and hold forever. And if you do not do well with that 20%, let's say you lose that 20% as you're trying to learn trading, then you stop, right? And at least you have the rest of the 80% to hold long term. But if you do have success with that 20%, you pay your tuition essentially to learn how to trade a little bit. Then as you grow that trading account, you can then turn that profit into a cushion so that you can start to take a little bit bigger risk in the market and then uh, try to make a little bit more money. So it depends on how active you are. I would say, yeah, for most people, if they're just um, looking to get in a good investment, um, hold it for a long period of time, use it as a nice savings account and nest egg for the future, that's going to be the easiest way to go about it. See, I like your approach, man, because it's more conservative. Because I've seen some people on YouTube, won't say any names, <laughs> hey, go borrow against your house, go borrow some money. money into crypto. And I'm like, bro, if that goes sideways, woof. You're done for. Yeah. So, so your your viewpoints and your principles are very sound. And, and that's why that's why I love working with Charlie guys because because yeah. I I can't get into the details. But prior to me getting into the crypto game, I had a full time job. Uh, I was doing something. I was doing some things that I had to be very careful about. And uh, you know, I was able to navigate it in in a safe legal way with Charlie. Um, he told me exactly what I should do based on you know my uh, employment and what I was doing and everything else like that. He had an idea of how much money I had. He was very risk averse with with helping me. Right. And and at the end of the day, that's how you want your guy to be. You know what I'm saying? That you want them to almost treat it like it's their money. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then telling you, listen, it's better to be a little uh, risk averse. You know, if you want to be ballsy, that's OK. But, you know, they're always going to give you uh, the best option so that you, you know, it's OK to be risky. But, you know, that's for a little bit more uh, risk tolerant people. And, uh, you know, I, I love that when I did my first consult with him, he was, he was very risk averse. He was looking out. He treated my money like it was his almost. And, and you know, yeah. and hell, I mean, Donovan even said it yesterday. Donovan invests a couple thousand dollars with these guys. These guys hold his money, guys, and, and they and they uh, trade for him and they invest for him. So um, these are trustworthy guys. You know what right. I'm saying? I wouldn't be out here having them on the show recommending Charlie from over a year now, you know, as my crypto advisor, if I didn't truly believe in what he was doing. Yeah. Um, what so, about you, Miguel? About what? <laughs> your your viewpoints on um on on 
so me, me and Charlie hold a lot of the same viewpoints. Uh, I mean, one of the, I mean, one of the reasons why we don't recommend like trading over like 20% of your portfolio is um, it's this whole thing in cryptocurrency is like the whole buy and hold mentality. Because if, if you, just like Charlie said, you, you mess up that 20%, you're fine. You can just wait it out and your rest of the portfolio can kind of make up that 20%, mm. but you start around with 50%, 60%, the whole portfolio, what ends up happening is you get rinsed and that's it. And it, you have to go out there and work that money. And I know I know some people that they, they come into the market, they, they're not really playing with a lot of money. But when, especially as you start gaining more and more money, you know, you start playing with six figures, a million dollars. It's real hard to try to go work, out, try to get another million dollars from working, you know. Gotcha. Time. So it's, it's this whole thing about capital preservation as well as just multiplying it. This market is so people hear the word volatility and think, oh, that's scary. But when you when you're investing in assets that don't have any volatility at all, they're, they don't go up but and they don't go down. They yeah. just stay the same. So you're not really gaining anything. So you have, to get into, you have to get into some into some some sort of investments that have some volatility. But you hold over time and the trends up, you end up just multiplying your money. Mm. absolutely man volatility makes money man you know they say when there's blood in the streets it's time neat right so you got to take some you got to take some risks you know uh me personally what i did was i took about you know three to five percent to start out uh, uh of my you know of my money and i invested it uh based on what charlie told me and then now i've you know i've been a little bit more risk tolerant now so I, i'm now i'm up to about eight to ten percent you know uh i i well i took about eight to ten percent of my money and put it into crypto and i was able to make quite a bit back so can you guys give us a quick little overview of the top coins of uh you know between btc eth and all the other coins a, a quick little like i guess like a, a dummies version and then we'll hit some super chats right after yeah we see you guys don't worry we'll read your super chats either, yeah. either miguel or charlie either one first yeah i think what i'll do is uh, the way we'll handle that one is uh i'll just go through bitcoin and ethereum through the main ones why we invest in those then i'll have miguel go through maybe a couple of the altcoins we can kind of look at uh some of the stuff that's hot right now so um right now i mean Right. Bitcoin and Ethereum are going to be your rudder. They're going to be the thing that keeps you stable in this market. It's going to be the thing that you want to buy first if you have no idea what you're doing. Even if you do know what you're doing, you want to make sure that you have your portfolio set for Bitcoin and Ethereum. Now, Bitcoin's price obviously is at uh, $50,000. And so that's, you know, for some people, they feel that could be kind of high. But uh, you have to kind of have an idea of, okay, where is it going in this market? And Bitcoin's going to lead the market. So it's going to be the thing that you use kind of as the barometer for what's going on right now. So if we understand that, okay, Bitcoin's at 50,000 in this bull market, we're expecting a minimum of $100,000 per Bitcoin. Uh, and that's potentially by the end of this year or within next year is what we're kind of looking at for this bull market trend. That's and awesome. That, yeah. And that's a minimum, right? So that's a 2X in your money, which in a lot of markets, you cannot get that kind of return. Hell no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like almost thing to do just buy the main asset and you're good right uh and the more money you have the more you want to be conservative with uh that strategy but uh obviously we're pretty good into the bull market i would say if you're gonna say pretty you know conservatively maybe we're a third of the way into this bull market and so yeah you buy some bitcoin right but if you understand bitcoin's gonna go to 100k and then maybe let's say on, on a high end, we have anywhere between $150,000 to $300,000 per Bitcoin kind of as like the higher end targets. Then you're like, okay, I kind of have an idea of like a two, three, maybe five X or so on this uh, money, right? And so that's what you understand getting into Bitcoin. I, I would say right at this moment, maybe 10% of your portfolio, you can get into Bitcoin. And then the rest, to be honest, right? 
would be towards Ethereum if you're just starting out with the portfolio from zero right now. And the reason for that is Ethereum is a little bit earlier in its move in the bull market. So it has bigger percentage gains to be had. Right now, Ethereum's around uh, $1,500, $1,600. And um, we're uh, aiming for uh, a minimum of $8,000 to $12,000 per Ethereum uh, within this bull market. And like you said before, what's a bull market? What's a bear market? So a bull market, right, is when the price is going up. Uh, in the larger trend and the bear market is when the price is going down. So we're in that uptrend right now uh, and we're expecting that to stay at least until the end of this year, if not a little bit longer. Um, so those are the main ones you want to get into, right? 10% Bitcoin, maybe 90% Ethereum. And then because a lot of coins are based on Ethereum, then once you understand what you're doing, have your feet wet in the market a little bit, then you can start to understand what are these other cryptocurrencies, which ones are good, which ones are not, which is pretty big hurdle for a lot of people to get that information. <laughs> we have our man Miguel on the case on that because he is an expert in uh, letting you know which coins are good and which coins are crap. And real yeah. quick, because I got I got to stop you real quick, Charlie, right here. <laughs> Guys, Charlie predicted that it, Bitcoin would be hitting ninety dollars to $100,000 last year. He Him and John were, have been predicting this for about a year, guys. So this is not like some BS or whatever. Like they called it, man. Yep. And, I, and I, I remember when I was buying Bitcoin when it was under... Uh, 10k they were talking about it so it, it, it's coming cool. true man and uh and yeah so okay sorry miguel i didn't mean to no no no. It's one thing cool. i wanted to mention on top of that just to kind of little put a little bit of a what do you call it uh, a little bit of context with that is yeah so since uh just february of 2019 so for about two years we've been calling bitcoin to go to 100k since mm-hmm. it was about three thousand six hundred dollars and i think when you started uh, working with us was towards the uh, end of 2019. Yeah. I believe Bitcoin was somewhere between six to eight K. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And then now I think we're calling mainly for about 200 K per Bitcoin. So uh, just to kind of put the numbers out there. And not only that guys, based off of Charlie's advice and John's advice, when John was here in December, he basically was yelling at me, Hey, you got to buy Ethereum. You got to buy Ethereum the rest of the year, buy Ethereum. So now yeah. I'm just buying Ethereum. I, I got my Bitcoin in 2019, 2020. Now I'm just moving over to, Ethereum and picking up Ethereum, but uh, Miguel, yeah. yeah, if you can educate us on the on the other coins, because I know you're like the Litecoin Jesus, from what I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear Miguel as well about Card Cardano. I just met a chick at the bar, and she's a big investor in Cardano. She's like oh, the face of sure. it, so you could talk about that too as well if you can. Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. So I'll just go down the list in terms of uh, market cap. Like, so the third the third uh, highest market cap coin right now is called Tether, and what that is is it's a stable coin. So it's basically, it's a coin that's pegged to the dollar. So it's it's used for traders just to go, let's just say the price of Bitcoin shoots up, you sell it into Tether, you have your dollars, and then Bitcoin goes back down and you buy back in, now you got more Bitcoin. And that's what people use it for. So uh-huh. people are constantly trading back and forth like this into dollars and into uh, Bitcoin, you know, Cardano, and just about any other cryptocurrency, to tell you the truth. Um, one Is of it the- from capital gains tax, Miguel, by doing that? No. It's not no. okay. So every time you switch it over, you do get hit with a tax hit. You, you do you do get hit with taxes and stuff. But um, the reason people do it is because if you were to sell from, uh, let's just say the the exchange into cash, if you did that, you would your money would get tied up in the bank for two three days. Yes, and then you can miss a huge move. So you're kind of what they're doing is they're they're going into this coin because of a convenience, just because it's it's really quick. It's just so bam, bam, bam. let you go back and forth. I'm literally taking notes as you're speaking right now. So no, 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 <laughs> I'm myself. So, so it's it's literally a toggle switch, just bam, bam, up, down, up, down, up, down. That's exactly how they're playing it all the time. 
And that's kind of why and it's it's a cool uh, when people think the market's really hot, like especially it's traders, not the holders for the most part, but the traders are like, oh, man, this market's too hot right now. They go into they go into Tether or USDC, which is the same thing. And then the prices go down Their Their portfolio is not hurt. But with with that advantage comes risk. Because let's just say like, oh, this market's too hot. Let me sell my Bitcoin into into Tether. And then Bitcoin keeps running. <sighs> Shoot. <laughs> now, now you got less Bitcoin when you buy back in. And it's gotcha. that and that happens all the time in cryptocurrency. So th- this is why me and Charlie always recommend holding at least 80% of the portfolio in these coins that you're going to have. A, it's a long-term hold. One, for the tax benefits, but two, because you, if you miss, like usually it's about, a, it's just like the equities market, it's about 25 days of the year are the main gainers in uh, on on that coin so there's a day where you're just you're it's it doesn't do anything for the month or just going up slightly and then it just has this one day where it just shoots up two three times in price goes down uh 20 cools off a little bit and just maybe stays around that level for a while and if you if you were not holding that coin during that time you missed the entire run up now you have to buy higher damn yeah yeah and that's and that's real rough because that happens to people who trade too much is um they're so what ends up happening guys who trade a lot is they, they, they're trading and trading and trading and trading, making money and they're making good money. And then the prices run up on them. And then if they had just held the coins anyway, they would have made more money. Literally. Mm-hmm. Made more money. So it's this whole thing of just like, you can sometimes take money out of a position and then put it into another coin and then put it back. But you have to, you have to kind of know what you're doing before doing that. And two, you're not gambling the entire position and stuff. So th- like you, this is how me and Charlie have grown our stacks over the years is just by doing a smaller version of that in terms of just, you know, 10% of the portfolio at most moving in between coins. Sometimes a coin runs up so much that I'm like, you know what, I'm going to start moving this into a coin in my portfolio that hasn't performed just yet. And it's going to. And I've done, and me and Charlie do all the fundamental analysis on it and the, and the technical analysis before doing that. And then uh, when that coin moves, not only do we multiply our gains, let's just say I triple my money on this coin. I, I pull my profits into the next coin and that coin doubles. I'm up six times on my money. Mm. And that's, now, go ahead. No, no, no. So I have, I have a question because obviously Bitcoin and Ethereum have been shooting up, uh, you know, thanks to Elon Musk investing quite a bit of money into it. Uh, and then also with the U.S. government finally acknowledging cryptocurrency as like a taxable item on the 2021 taxes, you know, all of this has uh, significantly increased the price of cryptocurrency. My question is this. Um, now, like if I was, uh, you know, uh, well, two questions. Uh, number one, where should people, uh, you know, get their cryptocurrency? Should they get it on a Coinbase, on a Binance? Uh, where should, how should they hold it? Um, what, what do you guys, uh, I know these are basic rudimentary questions, but for the people out there that don't know anything about crypto. No, it's important to understand. So I'll, I'll take it from the bird's eye view and then I'll let Miguel get into the specifics here. So just in terms of the bird's eye view, right? You have your hot wallet and cold wallet. A hot wallet is a wallet connected to the internet. Cold wallet is something that's not connected to the internet. Essentially, most of your wallets will be connected to the internet. Uh, And if you do have a wallet connected to the internet, you want to sign in with a secure password, obviously, and you want to sign in with a two-factor authentication, like a Mm -hmm. Google Authenticator uh, or other type of authentication system. Uh, It's one extra layer to get into your account, but it it basically reduces uh, any type of phishing or hacking attempts um, by a a large margin. So, um, for example, right, your hot wallet could be your exchange wallet, the place where you buy your cryptocurrency. Uh, like just a Coinbase, yeah, like a Coinbase, Kraken, Gemini, uh, uh, what's that called? Cash App. 
Um, just understand that that crypto is an IOU. It is not your cryptocurrency until you take it off of the exchange, right? Mm. And then when you take it off the exchange, the first level of wallet that would be uh, secure, uh, where you can have control of it, is a uh, mobile wallet or a desktop wallet. So that's something where you just download a wallet on your phone, a couple of wallets, which are good. Our uh, Exodus wallet uh, allows you to hold your private keys. Uh, also, Bread Wallet, BRD. Uh, that wallet also allows you to hold your private keys. And those two are pretty easy to use. Uh, Exodus is kind of cool because it uh, allows you to hold a lot of different cryptocurrencies and also allows you to do some staking, which maybe we'll get into a little bit later about what that is. But essentially, you can gain interest on your coins, right? And then if you want to really secure your coins, you want to take them off of, offline onto a cold storage device, essentially a small piece of hardware like a USB stick that is specific for holding cryptocurrency off the internet. And the best one, in my opinion, for that is Trezor, T-R-E-Z-O-R. And um, one of their better models is just called the Trezor Model T. Of course, when you- the old wallet you said, Trezor? Yes, correct. Yeah. T-R-E-Z-O-R? Correct. And then the Model T is the one. It's a little bit more expensive than the others, but if you're just paying like $50 to $100 more than the others for better security, (laughs) you know, if you're holding a few thousand dollars, of course, it's, it's much worth it, right? Charlie, and, uh, yeah. Go ahead. I've heard that when you have your coins on like uh, Cash App and all these like general speaking like Robinhood, etc. Right, it's dangerous because you don't really own the coins. The companies own the coins. Is that correct? Correct. And even some of the companies uh, don't allow you to move the coins off of their exchange. So, for example, if you buy on Coinbase, Kraken, Gemini, um, Cash App, these types of places, you can actually move your Bitcoin or Ethereum or whatever you have uh, to other exchanges. Whereas Robinhood and PayPal, at least at the moment, uh, you're stuck on their platform. So the mm-hmm. only buy and sell on that platform, which most people don't know. And then when they try to use their crypto, you know, use their actual cryptocurrency, they're like, oh, crap, I don't even have cryptocurrency. I have to sell back out into cash, wait for that to clear the bank, then bring it to an exchange, which allows me to buy Bitcoin, which I can move. And then I can, can actually take that off the exchange, put it into my cold storage but the one thing I want to mention very quickly, just on the last bit of the cold storage is make sure to buy those devices specifically from the manufacturer. Never buy them through third parties like Amazon, because that's the only way somebody can get malware on your uh, device and actually try to take your coins or hack. Yeah, I, I, I also wouldn't try to buy any of these wallets at a convention or anything like that. Yeah. Um, always from the manufacturer, because people have these resealers. So you could literally be buying a brand new one. And what they do is they copy your your passwords without you knowing on it. And then they, then once they have the passwords, they just seal them up, sell them to you, you pay them, you pay them, you pay for the wallet. You're using it for a year or two. And then uh, once in a while, every year they check, they check essentially which wallets have money and then they just totally rob you blind. Wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. That's dangerous. Okay. So okay, let's get the super chats real quick. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, fresh. will read some of these super chats real quick. Sorry guys. Uh, a lot of knowledge is being dropped as you guys could see right now uh, with these two gentlemen. Um, and guys, just so you know, by the way, their crypto mindset course is out. Link is in the description below. Uh, guys, I mean, we're, we're going to continue giving you guys some crazy value right now. But make sure you guys enroll in there. Uh, can you guys tell them a little bit about the course while I pull up these super chats? Sure. So it's a course where we help you go from wherever you're at in crypto, whether it's zero, whether it's already advanced. And then we help to fill the gaps and uh, create a good foundation for where you can go in this bull market, uh, build you up each quarter. Uh you know, maybe for example, you're starting off this quarter, you're just trying to get into the space, they start you up from scratch, then maybe you join again next quarter. 
and then you build up your skill quarter over a quarter. And if you're a person who's already used to cryptocurrency, understands it, but maybe, for example, has some uh, gap areas that they need to fill, whether that's like technical analysis, understanding the charts, or fundamental analysis, understanding which coins are good and which pro- how to do research on these projects, we fill those gaps. And we do that over uh, a 20-day or sorry, a 10-day course, which goes from March 12th to the 23rd. And that is uh, 20 different webinars over that time. Two times a day, right? Two times a day um, at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, The first one hour of each of those webinars is a focused presentation. Then one hour of focused Q&A on that subject. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then after that, we have a, we stop the recording there and that recording you can view, uh, for example, if you missed that webinar, you can view that at any later time throughout the quarter. Uh, And actually in future quarters as well, you can see those videos. And then uh, after we stop the recording, we do about an hour or two on each webinar of open uh, discussion. And so we, the last course we have. What's up guys, Myron Gaines here, one half of the Fresh Fit Podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, guys, Anchor is totally free. You don't need to spend your own money. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We had about 430 people in the course, and so we had a pretty lively chat during that time. And uh, currently, for the course, we have about 600 plus people signed up. So uh, that's going pretty well. Fresh, can you toss me my glasses real quick? We'll read these super chats because I am blind. Sure. And uh, I think they're right uh, there. And then, yeah, go ahead. Fresh, uh, you can read them. What indicators do you use to know when Bitcoin hits its peak? I think it's my parents, slash grandparents, that talk, start talking about Bitcoin, uh, slash Ether. Ether. Hmm. So, um, I think that, so I think that's actually a really good indicator, right? But we have to kind of look, that would have been the indicator probably last cycle. This cycle, it's if when your parents and your grandparents start talking about them investing and then their friends also start investing because every, every cycle where more and more people are starting to join the space and the space is getting more legitimized. Uh, I mean, last cycle, um, we really didn't have income in terms of the coins. The coins really just, you bought it and then you sold it when the price was high. Now there's actually income and essentially dividends coming from these uh, these cryptocurrencies. So it's it start every cycle and every, I mean, uh, maybe Charlie could be able to go a little more into this and stuff, but uh, essentially the cycles are four year to maybe five year cycles in, in the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency prices. But when that happens is every cycle as it starts, the technology just keeps improving and improving and improving and the space just keeps developing more and more and more. Uh, and it's just, uh, it's an ever evolving space. Gotcha. We got Don here. Five bucks says, I'm excited. The four, the crypto mindset course, I paid in BTC from Coinbase and sent an email with addresses, but I have not received the confirmation email yet. Okay. Uh, Cool. We have a let's see here. Okay. Uh and one play five. Uh make sure you break down MetaMask and DeFi and how Ethereum works versus how Bitcoin works. Thanks for this episode. Yeah, we will. And we'll also talk about blockchain as well, real quick as well. Uh what else do we got? Um, we got Mike with the 299, best coin to take advantage of. Uh the NFT market. Okay, we'll make a note of that NFT, one too. Okay. And then uh what else do we got here? We got Say what five dollars? How do I schedule a consultation with dollar cost crypto and Charlie? Guys, how how do you how do they schedule a consultation with you? They're hella busy nowadays. Yeah. So, yeah. 
for the month of March, right, it's going to be probably pretty difficult to get in contact with us for consultation. So we recommend to take the course during the month of March if you're looking to uh, do that. Right now, my consultations are about $500 per hour and the course is $697. Ooh. So which one, you know, you get 20 webinars and essentially 20 consultations for $697 or you get one consultation for five hundred dollars. It's kind of a no-brainer, right? Guys, it's a no-brainer. Click the link yeah. below and get in, man. Like, yeah. I, I personally, I'll and I'll say this real quick about myself. I, I'm holding a couple BTC right now and a couple Ethereum. And every time I purchase, I called Charlie on an emergency call. <laughs> he was like, you know what, man? He had to save time to get in. You know, get in if you buy. You know, he basically he you know he told me, hey, it's if you're buying under this, you're you're doing well. So I was like, all right, boom, just did it. And you know what I mean? I've been able to pretty much like almost 10x my money, guys, with BTC. And uh, now I'm collecting Ethereum. And uh, yeah, you know, I hit, I hit Charlie up before every purchase that I made. So or or, or John, one of the two. So uh, and then now I'm glad that we got Miguel on the team, too. So, guys, get in there. Six ninety seven. You're going to triple slash quadruple that money. Like like women is one thing, guys. But like this is your money. This is like serious stuff. And it, 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 here's the thing, too. I want to say about this. Elon Musk just invested billions into this. The U.S. government is now finally acknowledging uh, cryptocurrency, and it's now a taxable item on the uh, on the uh, on the on the tax forms, right? On the IRS return forms. Mm. Like it is here to stay, guys. Like in the next five to ten years, cryptocurrency is going to be a, a legitimate way to pay for things. It's already it's starting to make its way uh, into the world. And it's going to just continue to become more and more prominent. I mean, look at like Apple Pay. You can go to any like major retailer nowadays and use Apple Pay, use digital wallets. This is the future, guys. Cash, I mean, cash is always going to exist. But at this point, with the way they're printing money, fiat currency, inflation, et cetera, this is a safe way to hold your money so that you don't get, you know, destroyed. Uh, hell, they're going to print out, I think, 26% of US all U.S. currency that's in circulation right now, guys, was printed in 2020. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, we got Isaiah Jackson here with another one. I think we're almost done with these super chats, so we'll get right back in. Uh, Bitcoin and Black America book on Amazon. Isaiah Jackson, uh, thank you for that. Uh, what else do we got? Fresh, do we got any more? Uh, we got this one. Okay. Uh, Wayne, $5. Which coin is best for commerce based on network fees? Uh, is that a quick answer, guys, or do you want to uh, put that for the end? Yeah, I mean, we could do a quick answer on that one. Uh, it, it depends on what your purpose is within crypto. I mean, some people are complaining about Ethereum right now being too high in fees. Right, so there's a few alternatives to that. Uh, one coin, which is uh, throughout the course of this year and next year, will help to alleviate some of those, is called Polkadot. Um, there's going to be some up and coming things with that, but essentially, Ethereum is probably one of the main coins, even though the fees are a little bit high right now, to do commerce with crypto. And then Polkadot will help to uh, alleviate that in the future. So there's a little bit of growing pains going on with crypto. Every bull market, last bull market, Bitcoin's fees were a little bit high, so Ethereum is the main answer to that. But um, yeah, you're just gonna have to deal with some of the fees. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, and that's gonna happen as it becomes more and more popular. Uh, we got um, uh, pay, <laughs> pay me hex, uh, twenty dollars. Uh, can dollar cost crypto speak briefly about the DeFi product hex? Thank you. Yeah, for, uh, for sure. Yeah, it's basically a CD block, a CD on the blockchain. So it's a certificate of deposit. So basically, you buy this cryptocurrency and you stake it for any number of days from one uh, to 555. So it's about, uh, you can anywhere from a day to about, you know, 15.2 years. And the longer you stake, the more money you end up getting from that stake. And it's basically just a time deposit. It's a pretty good, cool cryptocurrency. And um, it's just, when you decide to, when you take your money 
and stake it for let's just say a hundred days or or three years, you you're going to be in there for three years. So you got to make sure when you invest that you are investing money that you can that you're sure that you don't need right now. And that's a really important fact because people very um, and, and this is across all other cryptocurrencies. They put in money they can't afford to lose, mm, right? Facts. And, that's, and that's a huge thing. So. Uh, People all the time for just for crazy reasons are betting are are, are betting like the rent money, yeah, and the utility money, and then they just put it away for three years and they're like, oh man. But I mean, I know quite a lot of people that made a lot of money on that cryptocurrency as well as some other ones. So it's it's a great cryptocurrency. I like it a lot. Okay, awesome, awesome. Uh, and then uh, first, we got any more? Uh, that is it. Okay. Um, so let's answer that NFT question real quick. I want to make sure all these super chatters get their questions answered because. This is, uh, you know, guys, this is a rare opportunity. You have two professionals, like guys that are really good at their craft. Um, what, what was the NFT question again? Fresh, can we pull it back up one more time? It was, I think, up top. Uh, but it might have been a red one. Uh, you know, actually, you just click the top, Fresh, and it's, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, best coin to take advantage of the NFT market, guys? So there's not one particular coin for the NFT market that's going to build them all, but uh, dollar cost, you can. So there's one called dollar. Uh, it's it's what's well, dollar sign, uh, whale. That's another one. It's it's basically just this uh, this guy that essentially invested into a uh, millions of dollars into buying a ton of NFTs uh, that he thought were the best investments, and then he pulled them into one token. So it's sort of like a uh, ETF. In okay. terms, of, can you like, what what does NFT stand for? For those that are wondering, non fungible token. So it's basically okay. it's it's. You take you, essentially you take a picture of something, and once you put it through the blockchain, it can't be copied in terms of that one. So if I when I sell it to you, you know you have the original. Obviously, you can take a picture of it like outside of this, but that's not the real one because you don't have the chain ID on it. Mm. Because you can prove it, so you can go to Christie's or you can go to any of these websites and just say, "Here, this is the real one," and it's like, "Yeah, that is the real one." Okay. Through the blockchain, and then that pretty much all the other ones are fakes. So you, you know how you have tons of people out here with like fake you know, fake bag, you know, girls with fake bags and all this stuff right here Yeah, yeah. in the future, in the future, there's going to be uh, these special barcodes inside the bags that Louis Vuitton or mm. Gucci will be able to scan and you'll be able to know if your stuff's a knockoff or not. And there's no way to fake it. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple, a couple of the higher end brands already do that with, with the scan, with the barcodes and, uh, and the scanners, like, or the, like an individual number. I know Chanel does that right. as well. Um, we got Kev seven with the nine, nine, nine super chat. Real quick, um, Go ahead. we got one of our top patrons, Teal, that has a question for the team. And here he says, uh, one second. He says, can you guys, oh, one second here. One second. He says, uh, one second, one second. Okay, I'll read this one for now. Okay. <laughs> this guy fresh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, Kev799, <laughs> can you clarify the hype around Cardano? Yeah, uh, basically... The guy, um, Charles Hopkinson, he's the found, he's one of the original founders of Ethereum. Mm -hmm. And he essentially left the project and created his own project because he wanted to make a blockchain that was more business to business, mm -hmm. where, where Ethereum was business to business, but also business to customer as well. Mm -hmm. So his was more business to business and working with kind of countries and everything like that. Um, uh, the currency uh, currently has a token. It just released Shelly, which allows it to stake, uh, which means you can start earning a yield on it. Um, Gogan, which is a which is a smart contract play, is going to start coming out sometimes of the year. That's why one of the reasons why the price has been going up so much is because essentially you're going to be able to finally start building things on top of, of uh, Cardano and launching projects. But currently there are no projects on Cardano. So right now it's an empty chain, 
but there's a lot of people working on the project. So, I mean, basically people are essentially hoping that a lot of other um, projects kind of launch on it. And that's why it's so hyped up right now, but it is, it is a good token and it's been around since 2017 and there's some serious brain power behind that token, okay. but unlike, but the other, another competitor, which is like something like Polkadot, which maybe Charlie can explain a little bit more um, actually has more projects out. You want to talk about it a little bit, Charlie? Yeah, I appreciate Polkadot uh, a little bit more than Cardano. They have a lot more going for them. So we were talking about Polkadot ever since it was about uh, between the low price of three eighty to about six dollars to four to six dollars. Currently, uh, it's between thirty to forty dollars. So, and that was uh, just from August of last year until now. Another, we've been uh, doing this with several coins, but this is just one example. Um, and Polkadot essentially uh, is the if you were to view each cryptocurrency as a database right? Kind of just a, a way to keep information, right? You have Bitcoin, which is one database, Ethereum, which is another database. And then Polkadot allows these two databases basically to connect and to talk to each other. So right now, Bitcoin and Ethereum, they can't work together, right? But with Polkadot, they're able to work together. So it's kind of the glue that holds all the cryptocurrencies together. It's just starting. It's a new concept and it's a new thing. But the guy who started it is actually the same guy who created the coding language behind Ethereum, which is the number two cryptocurrency out there. So they have a good team behind them, solid. Um, there's another coin related to Polkadot. So Polkadot, for those of you who want to look it up, it's a DOT if you look at it on any exchange or, or that's its ticker symbol. Uh, if you want to look at its partner, which is called Kusama, K-S-M, that coin as well is linked to Polkadot. They test the projects on Kusama first. They put them onto Polkadot and then Polkadot allows these other blockchains to talk to each other. So the value there is uh, massive. And we've been talking about Kusama kind of as the dark horse underdog uh, of the crypto space for our top 20 coins last year, or so, sorry, top 10 coins last year. So we were talking about Kusama since July of last year when it was $7. Yep. Currently, it's about $230. So, you know, <laughs> you could have made a pretty penny on that if you just would have watched YouTube, you know, we gave that information away for free. We're giving it away for free again here. Yeah, bang, bang. Uh, now, I got a question for you guys, for the people that are wondering out there. So we talked about, um, you know, BTC, ETH, and then some of the altcoins. Can you guys explain what blockchain is, what 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 that is? Yeah, essentially, it's a glorified database. That's the best way to put it. Okay. So it's a good way to keep track uh, of uh, transactions. So it's a way that you can keep track of transactions uh, that I that people have sent to each other without being able to go back and change those transactions, right? So if I... Let's say, for example, all three of us, we don't know each other, but for some reason I go onto the Fresh and Fit website, I want to buy a t-shirt or uh, some of your products, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I can just send you Bitcoin, right? If you have a Bitcoin address, don't have to trust, you know, um, much behind each other. I just scan the thing. It gets sent to you automatically. The transaction cannot be reversed and the blockchain just does that. It keeps track of that transaction and it won't be uh, changed in the future. So that's the, one of the simpler ways to put it. Do you have another angle on that, Miguel, that you want to? to look at it is because there's a few different analogies i've yeah. heard of before that kind of help people to get used to it some people you know kind of lean more towards one over the other so right i mean i always the, the way i always explain this sort of just like how bitcoin uses it it just kind of solves the double spend problem so there's no way to lie to the network because each section is like a chain so it's a, a, a blockchain right so it's here's a block with the information a chain than a block. There's no, there's no multiple chains. It's all going in line. So if there's something lying, if, if they, if they found out there's something lying in a block, that block gets cut off and then another block takes its place with the correct information. And that's kind of the thing. So, so the people who end up lying on the network essentially get hurt. And mm -hmm. most 
most networks. Some some networks have different rules depending on how it's called slashing, especially for staking. But this is sort of a way to keep the sequence perfect. So, um, and this is when you hear like a, when you hear block size or something like that, what that means is um, the amount of data you have to download to get all the transaction history for the blockchain. Okay. Right. So when people when you hear anytime you hear Bitcoin like oh increasing the block size and stuff, that means uh, when you when you start off in Bitcoin or any of these cryptocurrencies, you uh, in order to start staking or to start using the network as a node operator, you have to download all the transaction history. But if you increase the size of the block or depending on how the, um, the fundamentals of that blockchain is being used, that can be a, like terabytes, terabytes of information. So for some some for some people, they won't be able to essentially join in the network and sort of to prove that it's they're not being lied to. Can someone buy blockchain? Is it a coin that you can actually buy or no? So it's a technology behind Bitcoin. It's essentially, you know, kind of like think of, think of, you know, what uh, is behind the internet, like uh, IP addresses and different uh, things behind that. It's just the infrastructure behind. Gotcha. Uh, but you can't buy anything into it. You can't, I guess, buy a portion of it or anything like it. It's not like BTC where you buy Bitcoin and you own it or whatever. But Correct. Correct. okay. Fair and and what, one thing I just wanted to add on top of that sure. explanation is so if we're looking at it as a database, I mean, right now we have digital money on databases in the forms of uh, the banks that we're working with right now. When we use our mobile banking system or when we use our credit card, we are already using a digital network. The difference between right the blockchain, which is also a network uh, and, a, and a database of information about these transactions, is difference about this database of transactions versus your bank. Essentially, your bank is a centralized entity. There's uh, all their computers. If they shut down or whatever, that's going to be a problem. Um, but you rely on one source of information to verify your transactions versus on the blockchain with Bitcoin specifically, you don't have to trust anybody. You have a whole network of computers worldwide that are all distributed. So you have a decentralized network. You have no one center uh, of control. And by having that, everybody can trust each other. We have a lot more transparency than with the bank. The bank, right? They can fudge numbers. They can change things. They can do whatever they want. They can steal your money if they want to. Um, yep. Versus with Bitcoin, once it's yours, it's yours. Nobody can take right. it. Nobody can do anything to it. That's a, and I think that's a huge appeal with with uh, cryptocurrency in general. So we got a couple of super chats. We'll run through these real quick. Go ahead, go ahead, Fresh. I know and we got one hater in here too. So I want you guys to cook him as well. Uh, Cal L with the five dollars. In your opinion, what month would you guys predict where Bitcoin would hit its peak? December was the month in 2017, I believe, in the last cycle. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> you're going to go with the uh, standard theory right now in crypto it's the uh, four-year cycles where every every four years you get a top of a bull cycle or an uptrend and so a lot of people are looking for that four-year cycle to end in december of this year right december of 2021 so the safe play would be to expect the top of this bull market within december now that being said um there is a argument out there for lengthening cycle essentially each bull market goes a little bit longer but the upside is a little bit less in terms of a percentage gain the prices, obviously, in terms of dollars are a lot higher. If you go by that theory, um, you have uh, some bleed over into 2022. Um, there is a pretty solid chance that Bitcoin hits a peak somewhere between the summer uh, of 2022 to even as late as early 2023. So I would say if you're getting in now, right, you have, uh, what is it? It's March of this year. So you have about a um, seven to a nine month runway uh, for this bull market. And then if the bull market does extend, you have maybe a year and a half uh, at most. And then you have to learn the strategy about how to save your money in the bear market. Um, and having this strategy is what we talk about in the course as well. 
guys, which the course is out right now. Crypto Mindset link is below, guys. Get in there. Um, so, uh, yeah, the link is in the chat. So we got a hater in here. I want to address him real quick. What's uh, his name? What's his name? I think he was up top. It was like a, it was like it was a green super chat. Uh, he was saying something about these guys aren't experts, and I want uh, Charlie and them to to cook this guy. He's man, maybe scroll down a bit, Fred. Oh, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. Uh, it was a green chat. It was a green, uh, nope, not Kalo. Uh, keep going up, keep going up. Nope, not him, not him. It was green. It was green. Nope, nope. Uh, yep, there we go. Bang. Uh, I can't even pronounce that name. Bisiriu Tajuden, five dollars. These guys aren't experts. Alts are scams. Fresh and fit. Invite real experts on here. Buying alts mean you don't know why this space exists. Charlie, all I'm going to say about this guy. Stupid. Go ahead, guys. Cook him. Uh, pretty easy. It's like okay. So if you're going to look at what what is not an altcoin, right? You're basically saying the only thing that there is to buy in the cryptocurrency market is Bitcoin, right? right. And so what all that in, in the cryptocurrency space is in the cryptocurrency space is He's a Bitcoin maximalist. Now we don't, uh, you know, it's still okay to be a Bitcoin maximalist. You can make money being a Bitcoin maximalist, but you don't, you understand, right? The core concepts of what is cryptocurrency. And I get that. So he's not hundred percent wrong in terms of saying, you know, a lot of the altcoins will not do well in the long term. So you got to be very careful with the altcoins. But again, then again, think about it, right? In 2016, 2017, Ethereum was considered an altcoin, right? People are like, it's a scam. It's not going to do well. Um, I met some guys here in Tokyo who bought Ethereum, you know, sub $1 and then they sold it when it got to like $10. Cause they're Holy like, crap. I cleaned up. Right. And I think it's going nowhere. I don't really understand what the use of this is now yeah. Ethereum $1,600. Right. <laughs> so I think that guy wish he would have held it. So it's the same story behind Bitcoin as what built Ethereum. So we're going to see this with other coins and now Polkadot and Kusama right, are two coins that are going to be here in this market. They are currently considered altcoins, but they are going to help advance the space just as Ethereum advanced the space between 2017 and 2021. So if you don't understand these new coins coming out, I would say, sir, you're not the expert. You have to do your research. You have to keep on top of this because cryptocurrency changes every single week. I would say one year in crypto is like seven years in another market. Got to stick with the times, bro. There we go. (laughs) Cook them, man. Like, uh, bro, at Ooh. the end of the day, like, listen, they, they're telling you guys the main ones are, you know, obviously Bitcoin and Ethereum. But if people want to get into altcoins, they also, you know, know quite a bit about altcoins and they can give you some advice on, you know, what's going on with the altcoins. You know, I don't know much about the altcoins, so I'm learning right now. I'm actually taking notes as you guys are speaking. So this is phenomenal. Uh, RK Drew with the 499 super sticker. Thank you so much, RK. Uh, do we miss anything else, Fresh? Uh, yeah, in this case, now yeah, we got uh, another one here uh, by. Kev say okay, uh, okay. Kev, uh, Kev seven with another nine 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 super chat. Would you recommend staking Cardano on a cold wallet like Exodus, for example? Also, I sign up for the course. Can't wait to start. Kev K, welcome to the family. Thank you so much for signing up. Real quick, guys, because you guys mentioned staking earlier. Can you guys tell what staking is and then address uh, Kev's question so everyone in the chat can learn? Um, yeah, sure. So basically, there's two versions of staking. There, there's a staking where you are taking your coin and putting it on the network. And your coins are being used essentially to give weight to a validator. And that validator is kind of just saying yes or no to transactions. Okay. So, and, and, and that's a little more complex, but in terms of just to make it simple, basically you're staking your coins on the network and you're getting dividends for, for the transaction fees and things like that. That's what, that's what's, that's what staking is, is basically you're, you're essentially getting the inflation that's coming off the coin as well as the transaction fees. So if you're, let's just say your coins a hundred dollars mm-hmm. and, 
your coin's going to be paying you like $5 a year per coin. That's, that's, that's what staking is. So you're almost putting it in the market, it, it, just like a stock investment. Like you're putting it on the market and you're, you're getting paid dividends. So you're taking it off of your Coinbase or Binance, whatever it is, and you're putting it in some kind of, I guess, mutual fund where you're getting a dividend. Not, not, mutual fund's probably a terrible word to use, but you guys know what I mean. Yeah, like a, like a, you know, a, self, <laughs> a self custody wallet. But what's, but what's going on is the reason you're getting paid that 5% is because you're taking it off the market. So yes. you, can't, you can't sell it when, you, when you're staking it. That so you're, what you're doing is constricting supply, which helps the price shoot up. Uh, okay. And there's another type of staking where you take your coin and put it onto a third party, like a, a Celsius, uh, like a Celsius, where you're uh, you're not staking it natively, and that means on its own blockchain. You're just you're essentially lending it to other people to get money. Wow, mm. that's powerful. Okay, yeah. okay, because I've heard of that too. Um, one of my friends, I won't say who, but he very uh, has quite a bit of money. He was telling me that that's what he was doing, where he was just basically lending his his cryptocurrency, which I didn't even know you can do that. Yep. And, and, and I guess make some money off of lending it. So Listen, man, I didn't buy any crypto. I feel bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right now, fresh. Like all I got to say about you, bro. Like Are you <laughs> hey, man, look, 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 I got real estate for now. So later on, but. Hey, we're going to get fresh in this course now. You know what I'm saying? So, um, We'll put fresh in there for free. We'll get them all sorted out. No problem. There you bro. go. Hey, thanks, there man. you go, man. Hey, uh, Miguel, did you have a, did you have another point on staking? I didn't mean to cut you there. Oh no, no, no. That's just it. It's just basically the, the only risk with ha with having your coins with a third party is if that third party has troubles or gets hacked, you can lose the coins. Okay. Right? But when you're staking it natively on on the blockchain, there's really almost no risk other than um, sometimes there's something called there's uh, depending on the block because it all depends on the blockchain right? on which every coin has different rules. Mm -hmm. but some coins have something called validators, which are essentially the people that are checking to make sure that things are their people are lying or not. Sometimes these validators are trying to get one over on the system and lie. Mm -hmm. And there's something called slashing where they'll literally take half your coins away or a quarter, depending on the, it's called slashing. It, okay. it very, it very rarely happens in systems, but they have that in place. Essentially it's a big stick to it. It's like, all right, you guys, you lie. You're going to, you guys are going to get whacked hard. Okay, so there's consequences for them lying about what what's uh, okay. The the uh, all right, that's good. That's good. So it keeps people in check. You know what I'm saying? And like you guys said, like it's it's uh, deregulated, which means well, not dere it's decentralized. So that people hold each other accountable. That's awesome. So I, I, here's a good question here that I know you guys probably get every single day. But JT Butter snaps two dollars. Is it too late to get into crypto? I want to start. Not at all. Uh, so like I said earlier, we're probably somewhere in the first third of this bull market. Right. Uh, so we got plenty of time left. Also, you want to look at it with that long term perspective. Right. Like I said before, long term savings account first, then investment and trading vehicle after once you get used to it. So um, by all means. Right. Uh, if you if you were to look at Bitcoin, let's say by the end of this decade, it's going to be above one million dollars per coin at the end of this decade. Now, a lot of people. Holy. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, you know, they take that number and they're like, hands up, I give up. Right. Because a million dollars per coin. You know, it only costs $50,000 per coin now. So, okay, if I do the numbers, right, I can't buy one coin. Shit, that's hard, right? It's kind of out of reach. Well, you don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin, right? You can buy 0.1 Bitcoin right now would be about $5,000, right? And then if Bitcoin goes to a million dollars, right, do the math. Uh, that's about a 20x from there. And I'll so say this real quick, Charlie. Guys, just so you understand, when I was buying my Bitcoin, I was buying it in pieces, Right. Uh, right. before and what i would do is i, I would strategize i'd call carl uh, charlie I, I, or i text him on telegram hey charlie i'm looking to make this move what do you think he'd be like phenomenal you should do it 
bam, I would do it. You know what I mean? And I bought it in pieces with Charlie's guidance. So, uh, you know, you, you guys can get in. You you know, you might have to like, you know, it might take you a little bit longer to acquire a coin, especially now since it's so expensive. But uh, I agree with Charlie that like Ethereum, it's the real deal. You know, you can get in. Uh, Ethereum is basically what I would say what Bitcoin was in 2015, 2012, around uh, that time. So yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe where Bitcoin was at in the last bull market, right? Uh, when it was just a couple thousand dollars per Bitcoin, right? Mm -hmm. Bitcoin was like, you know, like one, two thousand dollars between 2013 and 20, early 2017. So you still had a lot of time to get in. Ethereum is still in that stage right now for sure. Yeah, man. So you guys can buy it in pieces. I know $50,000 seems daunting to a lot of you guys, but you can buy pieces of it at a time, you know, and that's what I did to accrue a lot of my BTC. I, I bought it in pieces. The, the cheapest I got it was uh, half a coin for about $3,000. And again, that was with Charlie's instruction. So, um, so yeah, man, it's not too late, my man. Anything else, Charlie? I didn't mean to cut you there. No, that's basically it. That's good. Um, Damn, okay, we you cleaned up nice on that Bitcoin, man. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, I'm serious. Like, I'm telling you guys, like, I just hit up Charlie. Charlie, what do I do? J do this. Okay, cool. I'm gonna do it. So, guys, this this uh, I advocate this course a thousand percent. If you're a guy like me that doesn't know what you're doing and you want to put your money in a safe place, let me tell you guys something real fast. I, I gotta say this. It is safer to put your money into 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 cryptocurrency nowadays than it is with the banks, especially with the way uh, they're printing money all over the place. Facts. Inflation is gonna eat is gonna destroy your U.S. dollar, you know what I'm saying? They're about to hand out $1,400 to everybody in the next two weeks or so with this new stimulus check. Uh, guys, you know, it, you're you're better off if you got like $5,000, $10,000, right, sitting in a, a savings account that isn't a part of your emergency six-month fund. Put that into cryptocurrency, man. You're going to make more money on that than putting it in a bank account where they're not even paying you. Like half these banks don't even pay you like half a percent, man, on, on interest. Like it's nothing. Like what the hell? Even the highest yielding uh, savings accounts, guys, don't even barely pay you 2%. And I've done a bunch of research. Uh, what, what is it? Alley Bank. Uh, I, I heard of another bank called uh, Redneck Bank. They give you, you know, Alley's like 1.6. Redneck Bank is like, it's a it's an online bank, 2%. That's that's mediocre compared to cryptocurrency, man. So yeah, in crypto, especially with there's just for the people who may be uh, more advanced users of crypto in here, we have a thing called Celsius Network, which is essentially a bank for cryptocurrency. Their average uh, right now is, I believe, around 8% interest. And you get that in the cryptocurrency that you're holding there. You can get up to 16 uh, plus percent interest on different coins on there as well per year. And that's in, in coins which are appreciating assets. So, um, yeah, it, it's pretty good. And you're going to get returns like that. Nowhere. Nowhere. And there's no like and they said, I think, if I'm not mistaken, in 2020, uh, Bitcoin was named the number one investment, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. And appreciating uh, asset. Yeah, exactly. And even the, that's uh, recognized both in the United States and in other countries. Uh, right now, China is basically uh, letting people know, hey, man, uh, this is the best performing asset within this year. The state-run media in China is even saying that. Now, there's there's obviously a, uh, an angle to that because China's getting really into uh, the Bitcoin and, and blockchain space. So it's going to be interesting to watch how different countries start using this. But in addition to this guy's information on the stimulus, if you just look at this stat from last year, right, if you were to buy Bitcoin, uh, with your stimulus check last spring, right the, in 2020 when we got them, uh, Bitcoin's price around that time was four to five thousand dollars, right? You basically 10x your money within a less than 365 days if you would have bought that with your stimulus money at that time. There you go, bang bang, man. Uh, we got Kellogg with a five dollars. Other than good, uh, good old stimulus, 1.9 uh, trillion on its way, and countries banning crypto. What are other factors would bump up the price of Bitcoin? You want to go with that one, Miguel? Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, I did not hear it. I'm so sorry. 
But no, no, no worries, man. Uh, so Kalal has a five dollar super chat here. He says, other than the good old stimulus, one point nine trillion on its way, and countries banning crypto, what other factors would bump up the price of BTC? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, so we're we're starting to we're barely at at the start of corporations starting to put Bitcoin on their balance sheets. Very so, true. Yes. So right now we've got the smartest guys buying in just now. So we've got Elon Musk, we've got uh, Michael Strategies, Michael Saylor coming in, and Michael Saylor just had a giant convention essentially for only big institutions and companies on the S and P five hundred and you know the Nasdaq, and with with Elon kind of stepping. His foot first and putting you know that that billion dollar investment into Bitcoin. We're going to start seeing more and more. Um, I would say I would say medium to small cap companies on the S and P five hundred start putting putting money into Bitcoin. And what's going to happen is That's it's going to see start, Apple's going to be next, right? I mean, yep. Yeah. So it, what's going to end up happening is is as time goes on, right, and Bitcoin keeps going higher and higher and higher. Um, you basically the board members or people or the stock the stockholders are going to be saying what the hell why are we not holding some bitcoin on the balance sheet we we have lost all this money like because it, it, these these board members essentially have a fiduciary right to try to make us maximize the returns for the investors right on on these companies so if they could have because uh, some if you if they know there's a high inflation on the dollars why aren't they allocating those dollars into resources that generate more dollars or or at least keep value right so that's kind of one of the big plays for Bitcoin because it's like the Bitcoin's going up in price and you don't have to put that much of your balance sheet. You could put 5% of your balance sheet. It can go up five times, 25 times on your money. And while the dollar's actually losing about, you know, 10 to 15% in real terms, in terms of, in terms of inflation. So that really starts really helping out the balance sheet because then later you can, they can leverage that Bitcoin borrow on it or sell it. And then do it, do you use that money to essentially purchase some other company or buy back their own stock, which helps the company out? Yeah, a phenomenal answer. Um, Blockchain Mac, a Canadian followers. These guys over deliver and undersell. They care about their clients and the community. They had success and want to see others succeed. Guys, haven't you made a couple of millionaires in the past couple of months? I mean, let's uh, let's let's show our dicks a little bit. Like, haven't you guys made a couple of millionaires? Yeah, we've minted several millionaires, and uh, basically, uh, I would say the average person within the course. I'm not saying this uh, is everybody, right? There's people less than this. There's people more than this. Let's just give like an average in the course, right? The average person in the course from December of last year, the last course that we had was Q1, Crypto Mindset Q1 2021. And in December, people were getting into the market. Now the market, when the market was around $20,000 or a little bit less than that per Bitcoin, uh, most of those guys were getting in with about $30,000 in their investment. uh, And now they've gone anywhere between a two to four X since December until now. So just over three months. Right, they've turned thirty thousand dollars into at least sixty, and somewhere, some of them, uh, upwards of one hundred twenty thousand dollars. So a lot of hold guys. On, hold on. <laughs> Can you tell them one more time what the returns were on that? Uh, two to four x within one quarter for most of our people in the course. On a, uh, you guys get a course for a couple hundred dollars, and then you literally double or triple your money. Incredible, yeah. man. It's not just once. We did this in Q4 of 2021 as well. When we did, went from September, uh, we started. That's the first quarter we started the course. Um, we had similar results. Some people even did better. We were telling people to buy Celsius, uh, the token, when it was at uh, 40 cents. Most people got in, I would say, around 70 cents. And right now, the price of Celsius is four dollars and fifty cents. For those of you guys who have some cryptocurrency, have some Ethereum, and you understand how to go and buy Celsius on an exchange called Uniswap.org. 
not financial advice, hashtag not financial advice, right? But I, not financial advice, guys. <laughs> I would highly recommend uh, ASAP. Go out, get a little bit of Celsius, right? See what happens to it this month. If you like the gains on that, um, hopefully you would have gotten in the course as well so you can understand how to use those gains. But um, at least, you know, that's my uh, free tip how to make money uh, within the next few weeks uh, if you just want to do that in crypto. All right. Now, let me say this real quick too, man. Like, guys, when when I went to Charlie, uh, you know, I had no, I had no, like I went to him in uh, late 2019. I had no cryptocurrency, right? Guys, I invested, yeah couple thousand right i'll say i'll say somewhere around 10 10 to twenty thousand guys now i have a six-figure portfolio thanks to charlie's uh, advice so i have over 5x my money guys you know what i mean and people ask me all the time well myron how'd you figure find out about bitcoin whatever guys i, I don't know too much about bitcoin i go to this guy this is my guy man like i always uh, since since uh you know this entire year people ask me about cryptocurrency i'm like go to charlie from cultivate crypto go to charlie from cultivate crypto guys he's here now he has a course you want to make these crazy returns? Click the link below, man. I'm telling you guys, ten to twenty thousand I invested. Over now, I have a six figure portfolio. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know what to say. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. The the you know the numbers speak for itself. We got a we got a quick here from uh, Warhammer XLK ten dollars. Crypto is the future, guys. I, I go enroll in the course. I'm also enrolled. I can't wait for course for the course to start. Also, shout out to Fresh and Fit. P.S. Fire Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be back on the show, man. Don't worry, guys. Uh, we'll bring her back. Uh, we got Vorn James with the uh, $5 uh, super sticker. Thank you so much. Uh, what else do we want to make sure we catch everybody here? Knees Dutz, 3112, $5. Charlie Miguel, I've talked uh, to you on D Damages show. Your OGs, Miguel. I know you're a big LC, a hog like me, but I never hear about it. Sup? Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, when I originally got into cryptocurrencies, I was a huge Litecoin bull. I still, I still am. I just, uh, I changed the name because every time I would go into different communities, essentially to research or try to, uh, you know, make connections. Uh, this is, this is a problem. And it, it, a big thing that me and Charlie teach in the course is not to be a maximalist. So it, it's, it's imagine like I, I walk into because, like, you know, cause I'm Mexican, right. I, I walk going to places and people will just start doing racist things to me. It's the same thing in cryptocurrencies. Like, Oh, I like, I really like, I really like Ethereum is like, and then, then these these Bitcoin people would say, you know, you're, you're a dumbass and stuff. So it's this entire thing of, and then this is why people don't don't make outsized returns is because they're too tunnel visioned into one thing, right? Instead of just looking at the broad spectrum. So they're so busy worrying about their whole about their just their one coin that they're not looking at what's going around in the rest of the market. And this is why a lot of people really got wrecked in 2017 because they were just so focused on their one little coin. They, they're all in on one small altcoin, or maybe they're just looking at the Bitcoin price and, and they were like, oh no, this thing's going to 70, this going to go to $100,000 for sure. For sure it's going to go to 100,000 and it didn't. And, and that's kind of the problem. When, when, you're, when you can start to step back and look at the entire, entire market, then you're starting to see, oh, you, you start to see indicators that things are getting a little hot. In order to think, maybe you know what? Let me let me be responsible here. Let me take some of my principal or some of my profits out off the table, just in case. And that's something that we always teach. I mean, both in you know me and Charlie's consultations or the the crypto mindset courses on the on the podcast on the YouTube channels. We always say this at a certain point, especially if you're in crypto long term, you are going to get some crazy outsized returns. I mean, like just on like something like KSM, right? I mean, I'm personally, me and Charlie are personally up like 32 times on our money 
on just those initial investments onto cart uh, into I'm sorry KSM. Polkadot was three four dollars. It's thirty three dollars right now. Litecoin, when I first initially started buying it back in 2016, 2017, I was buying it under four dollars. It's it's over a hundred and wait, let me check. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, it's a hundred and eighty five dollars. And <laughs> we've made these crazy returns. Bitcoin was under a thousand dollars in twenty sixteen, but it's it's all about getting in at the right times. Yeah, holding. Uh, taking profits, especially because like we've, I've had a lot of consultations and a lot of things with a lot of customers about, you know, they just made their first hundred thousand, right. And tell them it's okay. But if I talk to somebody and they're like, you know what, this is so crazy to me. I tell them, go ahead, take some of your, take your principal, take the money that you put into cryptocurrencies out of the market, but leave something there for when it shoots up, it's all gravy. And that, that's the sort of thing, because a, a big part of, of being in cryptocurrencies is is the mindset. And that's why we call it the crypto mindset course, is if it's too hard for you, if, if it's, you have so much money in there that your hands are shaking like this, and every day it's thinking, you need to take some money off the table, because mm-hmm. you're not going to hold it. You're going to do something really reckless. Yeah. And I see guys that are too like too crazy and put, putting their money here and there and moving around too much. And I was like, oh, dude, slow your roll a little bit. You're going to wreck yourself because you, you get too diversified. You can't pay attention to everything. I've, I've seen yeah. people where they, they, they either are too conservative. They're just in one coin or too diversified. They're, I've seen people. I, I've, I've done consultations and seen people with 70 cryptocurrencies. 70? 70. Ridiculous. And it's it's like we I have to. I mean, basically, it becomes a therapy session where I basically, okay, so tell me what happened. <laughs> yeah, you don't your anymore. It's just like you you try to keep them from jumping off the ledge. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> and, and people get really married to these things. And I was like, okay, you can yeah. keep the performance, but let's shrink it down because you, you're only one person. You only have 24 hours. You can't, there's no way you can pay attention to 70 tokens. Yeah. Right. And that's why me and Charlie recommend, you know, some a portfolio between, you know, obviously one to, you know, 10 cryptocurrencies, something you can yeah. kind of at least manage in yeah. terms of the. Yeah. And here's the thing too, like, like, and here's the beauty of having advisors, dude, you think you guys think I, I'm checking, I'm checking my Coinbase and everything else like every day. Like, no, I I'm, I'm confident because like, Charlie, what should I do? All right. This is a good move. Whatever. Bam. Buy it. I, I didn't invest that much into it. If I lose, I lose. If I win, I win. Cause I, I didn't put that much in. And that's why it's important to have people that are experts in the field that you can talk to that will, that will lead you, lead you right, man. And these guys treat them, treat the money. They do. They do genuinely care. The money that you invest, they treat it like it's theirs. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's that's the thing, man. That's that's what it's about having people that actually give a crap about your money, like as if it's theirs. Um, we got Turbur right here, one nine nine. What's your opinion on the Theta Network? And we'll wrap up some of these super chats. I know you guys are very busy with with the launch, so sure. won't take up too much of your time. Sure. No, really sorry. no, go ahead, Miguel. Yeah, sorry. I was like, <laughs> I was kind of choking there for a second. <laughs> so, um, so the Theta Network is a decentralized. It's it's the easiest way to think. It's a decentralized version of YouTube. It's been created by one of the co-founders of YouTube. Mm. I'm talking about the original OG people, the guys that sold YouTube to Google back in 2005. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they they've come back. They've they've made their own decentralized thing. So basically, the way it works is, um, you take your computer, and you are staking your essentially your hardware with the coins. So you buy the coins and then take your computer, your gaming computer, and stake it on the network. And they're using your kind of throughput in your RAM and your um, and your internet to essentially kind of process videos in the background for the whole network. And more and more people are jumping on the theta. So what's going on is 
one big cost, one reason why YouTube has such problems in terms of making profit sometimes is that it costs a lot of money to render videos. Yes. Yes. But imagine you have a network of a million people who are rendering videos for you all the time trying to earn money. And that's what they're doing. Essentially, if they do that, what ends up happening is that they end up slashing the cost on rendering videos and the cost of upkeeping the network to such a low rate that they can make Theta very profitable. And also, too, mm -hmm. they have incentives in order to make to make the Theta token go up in value as well over time. So it's it's a really interesting project. I really like it. And then to tell you the truth, I think it's kind of King Kong in the space in terms of like social media coins because it's sort of a social media platform along with like streaming. But it's still very new right now. But it's been a, it's been it's done very very well. I mean, um, I originally bought some around seventy cents, and it's around four dollars five dollars right now. So it's done pretty well. Excellent, excellent. Uh, okay, let's run through some of these quick. Uh, uh, what else do we got fresh? They're flying in, and we'll, we'll uh, get these right. quick. Um, okay, let's see here. We got people leave 499. My bank pays me an interest rate of 0.01%. <laughs> Transfer uh, a amount of my money from my checking to my savings account. Crypto's way. Absolutely, P. Willie. Absolutely. These banks are robbing you guys blind, man. Like, outside of, like, you know, three to six months of emergency savings, like liquid that you have, like, in case something happens, all the rest of your money needs to go into things that make you money back, guys. And crypto is, is a great way to invest in real estate. You know, I'm doing everything, man. Um, okay, JE with the 499 opinion on Litecoin. Uh, Miguel, I know this one's for you. Fire. <laughs> fire. It's a fire coin, man. That's it is a really good cryptocurrency. It typically pumps in the beginning of the bull markets and the end of the bull markets. Um, it's a steady gainer throughout the middle. Uh, one big thing that's gonna happen this year, they still haven't announced the exact date on this, but there's something called Mimble Wimble which is literally it's a Harry Potter spell name, <laughs> but basically what it is, it's going to bring private transactions onto Litecoin. Uh, mm. Litecoin. Litecoin's a fork, which is essentially, it's like a copy of Bitcoin. They changed the name. They changed a couple of parameters. And the reason Litecoin is so special in the crypto space is because it's actually the first coin that actually worked besides Bitcoin. It's mm. really really old coin it's older than ethereum it's older than just about every coin other than bitcoin mm. it was started in 2011 okay this is a in terms of cryptocurrencies this is this is the second oldest coin in the space gotcha. it's really well trusted it's uh so there are three cryptocurrencies that are institutional grade that means an insurance company can essentially invest into them at banks as well that's bitcoin ethereum and litecoin okay these are these are essentially the only three. There's other ones, but these are just more um, kind of bad forks that they're not really being purchased that much. They're on the list because essentially people got um, sometimes uh, when a, when Bitcoin forks, it creates copies, uh, different copies of itself. And because you own Bitcoin, you get that copy for free. So mm. a, lot, a lot of these bigger institutions who just have like, let's just say a million Bitcoins spread out within a, within a bunch of customers, essentially got a copy of a million Bcash. And then people who own Bcash got a mil got a million copies of Bitcoin SV. So you have these kind of like th these derivative coins. So just because the, the customers essentially got these coins for free, they listed them. But the coins that are being actively purchased by institutions are Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. And this is why they're all, th all three of them are in the top 10 in market cap. They're all worth multiple billions of dollars. 
Bam. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Lots of facts being dropped right now. We got Kev uh, Kev 7 with the 499. Like MLD said it, the best pickup line in the future is telling a chick you have Bitcoin facts, bro. I'm still here. I'm just behind the scenes talking super chat. So. Yeah, don't worry, guys. Fresh is here. He, we're, we're talking him into getting Bitcoin now. So, or, or Ethereum. Uh, Brisk Clown with the $10 super chat. Uh, just joining in. Shout out to everyone. Great show as always, guys. Yeah, thank you so much for supporting. Guys, Get in the course. I'm telling you, man, I 5X my money personally, and I'm not even like a crypto expert, just off of a little bit of advice with consultations with Charlie. Um, so the course is, uh, the link is in the description below, guys. We'll put it in the chat right now. Crypto mindset, get in there. 700 bucks, man, that's nothing. Like you could, you'll make 10 times more of that based off the advice these guys are going to give you. We got Thriller from Manila, $5. Will Doge ever hit $1? I jumped on the, on the Doge wagon because of Elon's tweets and a lot of people. Uh, have made fun of me. By the way, Fresh has his own Dogecoin, a.k.a. his dog hero. <laughs> I love this comment. No, you, you got to respect the memes, right? The memes uh, are what built the internet, essentially. Right. It's gonna get, what's going to keep the internet going and uh, Doge to the moon, baby. But in all seriousness, um, do should you invest uh, any substantial amount of money in Dogecoin? Of course not. Should you have a little bit because you love the meme? Sure. Why not? But um, just don't, don't, don't rely on it, essentially. So... Yeah. Dogecoin does pump every once in a while, but then it also dumps every once in a while. It's not a stable uh, currency. But yeah, I think Elon should be able to hold it uh, above five cents and uh, may actually be the first currency to ever be on the moon at some point in time. That's kind of wild. There you go, man. <laughs> 50 bucks, guys. All right. There's something that ain't going to matter. You ain't going to miss. Um, okay. Say what? $5 giving the amount of people in the course. Will there be a Q&A? Absolutely, man. These guys are going to have, guys, they're going to have. Two webinars a day for 10 days, 20 webinars where they're going to teach you the crypto mindset. They're going to have open Q&A on Zoom calls where you'll be able to ask questions. You're going to be hearing everyone else's information. It's going to be a plethora of information. Like the, the, You ain't going to find something like this when it comes to cryptocurrency on the internet with this level of attention and detail. If you were to try to get one of these guys on a consultation, it's going to cost you 500 plus. You get the course and you get their instruction for 10 days. Two times a day, guys. You know what I'm saying? When, when, what time are the webinars going to be held, by the way, Charlie? And, 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bang, bang. No excuses. So if you're in Europe, you're in, the, you're in the United States, wherever it is, you will be able to catch one of the webinars. And are they recorded too? Yes, they're all recorded. You can view them throughout the quarter. You can actually have access to them forever. Uh, as long as they exist on the internet, you'll be still having access to them. So we have people who um, basically, you know, for the last quarter uh, are still reviewing some of the other information they're getting on, on this new course. And they're kind of just building up their database of knowledge as well. Bam guys, get on the course. Man. Oh, yeah! That's a crazy value. Uh, <laughs> we got Big Dog with the 499. What are your thoughts on Mara and riot blockchain? I, I don't have much of an opinion on them to tell you the truth. Um, mm -hmm. It's just they're they're pretty new and I haven't not looked into them, so I can't really give them a recommendation or I can't say nothing negative or positive against them. It's just I have not looked into them. Okay, fair enough. And that's hey, that that's good. Like hey, we don't know yet. We haven't uh, you know we haven't done a, done a deep dive on it, which is that's an even better answer. Uh, v within one a nineteen ninety nine. What's your recommended startup amount uh, for trading cryptos? One thousand or more. So yeah, it depends if you're trading or investing. Right, if you're investing, you can dollar cost average any amount that you want into cryptocurrency uh, over time. But yeah, if you're looking to do a, a little bit of trading, uh, you're you know a little bit of a seasoned, uh, maybe stock investor, uh, Forex trader, or uh, you understand cryptocurrency, then yeah, $1,000 or more is plenty to get you started. Uh, I started with $1,000 in 2017. Uh, as soon as I bought it, 
right? It went down to like $800 in terms of value. And I was like, okay, whatever, willing to lose it, right? And then two months later, that $4,000, I was like, okay, I think I might want to start understanding how to do this, right? Because I'm paying money to be made here. So um, yeah, put in, uh, you know, uh, whatever, you know, put in $1,000, start trading $100, right? Once you can turn that $100 into two or $300, you know, uh, more than uh, multiple times, right? Then you can add a zero to that and you can scale your way up. You want to start small and then work yourself up to the, the bigger tables. And V, let me say this. If you're going to trade, that's <laughs> that's going to take more knowledge, my friend. You're, like, you're definitely 100% going to want to be on this course if you're going to trade. Like, <laughs> the, the, There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know what I mean? Because when you start trading, you got to actually know what you're doing. You're going to yep. want these guys in your corner to help you out. Um, we got Wes E with the $2. Is this course something that I can start with two to $5,000 easily. Yeah. So we've had a lot of guys start with two to 5k, right? Like I said, they went anywhere between two to four X, uh, sometimes more within a, within a single quarter, within three months. So let's say you put in three K, right? And you four X that money, you have $12,000, you take out that original three K, you have $9,000 in pure profit, um, to invest in this market and then start doing things with. So, um, that's within three months that you can make that type of uh, shift in, in your portfolio. And um, that's a huge win right there. Yeah, yeah, guys, my first Bitcoin transaction was for $2,800, you know, so, and, and now I've been able to 5X that. So you can absolutely get in with a few thousand dollars, you know, especially with the way Ethereum's only about 1600 right now, guys. You know what I mean? And, and uh, me and John were talking about it. We're projecting it's going to hit about 10K uh, by the end of this year. I don't know, Charlie, if things have updated since then. This is, we had this conversation uh, earlier this month. Yeah, it's the the average number for Ethereum will be about 10k, and then can it go higher? Of course it can. So we'll see. Yeah. What it is you, two things you look at in this market is you look at price, right? What's the expected price versus um, what do we think it can get to, right? Versus time, which is uh, how long do we have in this bull market? So as time runs out and the price gets to certain levels, then we can start to get more accurate with where we think it's going to be. But yeah, that area right now is uh, no problem. And for those people right now, real quick, because I remember, Charlie, me and you used to talk about when we talked about Bitcoin back in like 2019, you're like, hey, if you get in under 10,000, phenomenal uh, yep. for for Ethereum, right? It's a little bit lower so people can get in. What would you suggest uh, people get in, try to get in right now under $2,000, under $1,800, under seventeen, or just buy it no matter what at this point? Yeah, I would say under $3,000 and you're going to do just fine with Ethereum. Okay. Right? That would be the ideal. Uh, I was saying before uh, under $1,500 or under $2,000, uh, which we are currently around that price right now. I've been saying that since Ethereum was uh, under $300. So um, yeah, uh, you kind of have to update your prices as the bull market goes along, but you want to put a line in the sand of, okay, you have you want to have a strategy with each specific coin that you're getting into, right? Where is that line in the sand where maybe you will stop buying this cryptocurrency for Bitcoin? I would recommend stop buying Bitcoin uh, in this bull market around $60,000. We're currently yes. at about 50000 right? And then we're, for Ethereum, stop buying around $6,000, right? And then- uh, For one the, coin, Ethereum for one coin, right around, okay. Correct. Yeah. correct. Okay. And so then, um, you know, you can buy any fraction of that coin, right? It doesn't have to be a whole coin, but yeah, that's the level of the value of that single coin that you should be starting to look for other opportunities, which may have bigger upside in the market uh, between now and the end of the bull market. Phenomenal advice. Phenomenal advice. And I'll tell you guys this right now. Uh, I, I stuck to that. Like when Charlie told me buy under 10K, that's when I was just making a majority of my purchases. I'd consult with him. What do you think? Do it. And just off of knowing these like little hard numbers right there, under 6K for Ethereum guys, under 60K for uh, BTC are good hard line numbers. I like that. Um, you know, just so people can have something practical to take away from the show. We got Jason Kincad 
Now, this is a beautiful video in human artwork in motion. Stay in creation or you'll always remain surrounded by destruction. I'm a fan and not a hater. Thank you, Jason. Uh, -E, e $2. Is this to make money short term? How do you advise? So, uh, dollar cost, take that one. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, I was going to say my piece, but I was like, let's just. Yeah, you, you can use cryptocurrencies to make money short term. But to tell you the truth, this is something that I'm personally going to be here for this entire decade and longer. This is a long term thing, because if you if you once you get into cryptocurrencies, you see the news articles, you see what's going on, you see the type of people getting in. You start understanding like, oh, my God, this thing is going to be here forever. Basically, it's in some form. It's going to evolve. Eventually, um, equities and cryptocurrencies are going to essentially fuse into into one where everything essentially is going to be a token at some point, right? So it's just going to be like, oh, yeah, tokenized version of uh, of, of Apple, tokenized version of Tesla. Oh, there's a, 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 I can I can buy a fractional piece of a house as an investment. Everything mm -hmm. is going to be tokenized. It's just going to take time. So this this is this is why it's evolving. And then this is why it's it's the growing the, one of the fastest growing industries in the whole world. Bang, bang. Um yeah, and, and guys, I plan to use uh, you know crypto to buy real estate as well. As you guys know, I'm involved in real estate as well, and so is Fresh. Uh, we got Mass a Brofec 499 recorded part equal gold, unrecorded part equal Bitcoin. If you know what I mean, Shake Mass Brofec. Uh, and then what else? Uh, we got Robert Burgo. F in the house. I'm ready to punish Coin for bad. <laughs> Thank you for that, man. Shout out to Roberto, man. Member of the Fresh and Fit team. Uh, Bradford Hogue, uh, play spinning for cryptocurrency in short. Okay, there you go. Yep, you got it. <laughs> And uh, what else do we got? We got anything else here as we bring this thing to the end? Uh, Karn, $5. Noob question, what would generally happen once we leave the bull market? Yeah, so <laughs> for that one, uh, crypto is pretty volatile, right? So uh, when we get into the bear market, it gets quite wild. I mean, it's wild in the bull market, it gets wild in the bear market. The thing is, you just have to understand how to play it. So generally, right, uh, Bitcoin itself will go down uh, anywhere between uh, 80 to 94 uh, percent in its value, right? So when Bitcoin hit, let's say, twenty thousand dollars, it went down about 94 percent, down to about thirty one hundred dollars in the bear market, right? Now that freaked a lot of people out, but as long as you know how to play that, right, you can uh, do well with that and actually gain more Bitcoin. That that could be an opportunity rather than a hindrance within your crypto uh, growth. And so that's part of the mindset as well to understand when do you get those benefits. But then also uh, the altcoins, right? They'll go down anywhere between uh, 80% to 99.9% .9 in a bear market. So you got to be really careful. You got to really understand what you're doing by that time. So that's why you get into the bull market now. You understand what you're doing on a basic level. You build up throughout the year and then you're ready for that part of the strategy. Whereas if you bought Bitcoin, right, let's say too late in this bull market, then um, you're going to get screwed. But let's say Bitcoin goes to, uh, 250 or $200,000, right? A 90% pullback would be down to about 20 to $25,000 per Bitcoin. So um, yeah, there's going to be lots of opportunities with that as well. And then, so like I said before, by the end of this decade, one Bitcoin will be about $1 plus in value. So take that as a massive opportunity, right? Bitcoin's at 50K now. We're heading towards 100 to 200K. And if it goes down, back down in the bear market, anywhere between, let's say, twenty to $60,000, and I think you're going to want to grab some if you know that it's going towards a million dollars by the, the end of this decade. So you got you can play that right. You can use that to your advantage. And remember, guys, you don't lose money until you sell it. Okay? 
Just remember that, guys. If you buy it and it goes down, whatever, don't freak out, man. You don't lose money until you actually sell the asset, guys. Okay. So don't, don't, a lot of people go nuts with, oh, bear market, I lost so much money. You didn't lose anything. You don't lose until you sell it. Uh, Miguel, did you have something? Yeah. It's actually something off of what you said. If you're in the right projects, right? Mm. People hold on to really speculative low cap, that means low market cap coins. Those can go to zero and won't come back. They just die. Mm. That's why we we talk so much about these higher like we, we have something called blue blue chips and light blue chips, right? So blue chips obviously are institutional grade coins, like we talked about earlier. So Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, right? And then we have light blue chips, which are like Cardano, Polkadot, um, Theta. There, there's these projects essentially that that are kind of newer that have to prove themselves into a bear market. It means they're awesome right now. They're like, woo, these things are hot right now. But let's see what happens after the bear market and the next bull market. And if they're still around in the next bull market, then we can essentially, okay, let's raise them up to a blue chip now. Now they've, they've, they've been tested. There's coins that came out in 2017, but like, um, let's say Cardano actually came out in 2017. But the problem is, is it, it didn't have much time to kind of show itself doing mm. it just yet because it just came out. And I and we I give it I give it a lot of slack on that because it just came out towards the tail end. Now, this is, this is the bull market where Cardano has to like show itself. Let's see what you can do. And this is the testing ground. So it's basically you get two cycles. And if you don't prove yourself after that, essentially, people just write off the coin and it, it usually dies. Oh, that's great. That's great advice. Two cycles. OK. Um, and then we got uh, Bradford Hoke, five dollars. What should I guys? We're going to wrap this thing up at about one thirty. We're at one twenty seven. So another few minutes. Uh, Bradford Hoke, five dollars. What should I read to understand crypto and blockchain? Guys, get it. Get in the course. Reading. I mean, reading is one thing. But when you have instruction in front of you where you can ask questions you can actually have real-time advice based on the market right there and then guys you can't beat that man you could read and get like a fundamental understanding but at the end of the day just like uh, charlie was saying earlier a week in crypto is like what seven years anywhere in any other market right so like it, exactly it's like dog years right I mean, you just do the same type of thing. <laughs> yeah if you, if you read a book that came out last week it's still you know it's not going to be based on the current market man crypto is very volatile but since it's volatile, much money can be made, uh, you know, if you know what you're doing, right? And if you invest intelligently. Uh, what else? Did we catch up uh, fresh? Yep, good to go. All right, we're all caught up. Guys, get the course. The link is below, okay? Um, support us, support uh, Charlie from Cultivate Crypto and Miguel. These guys are going to be giving out 10 webinars, right? 20 webinars, excuse me, over 10 days, 10 a.m., 10 p.m., regardless of what time zone you're in, you're going to be able to catch a live on top of that, it's going to be recorded, and that doesn't even include all the modules. How many modules are in there, Charlie? So that's 20 webinars, uh, and so 20 modules. At some point uh, within the course, we do give flashbacks to previous quarters, right? Give you relevant information on different things. For example, NFTs, non-fungible tokens. We will be building on those subjects, so we'll be basically giving a webinar, going over the basics shortly on, let's say, something like NFTs. And then we will uh, give you more details. And then we'll also give you access to the previous quarter's course on the NFTs if you want some background on kind of how that's built up throughout the year. So we give a lot of information. Uh, and yeah, 20 webinars within the course live, uh, including other modules from last quarters. Um, and then uh, also just uh, to let you know, we do have a show on our channel here at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time later today on Moon Gang. So just FYI, if anybody wants to try to catch that as well. Absolutely. So where can the people find you guys, uh, your YouTubes, your Instagrams, everything? Yeah. So um, mine is uh, Cultivate Crypto on every place. Like you said, my Instagram, I just have one picture. 
Me, Charlie Lee, founder of Litecoin, and Max Kaiser, who's an OG in the Bitcoin space. You only need one picture. I met them in New York City. It was a great time. Only need one picture for that. But anyways, you can find me. Probably the best place to get me is on YouTube right here, right? Cultivate Crypto. That's the link in the chat for our uh, show, Moon Gang, which is at 10 p.m. Eastern uh, tonight on Sunday. Uh, and we're going to be talking about the cryptocurrency market trends for Q2 in 2021. And then uh, you can also find me at cultivatecrypto.com. If you send me an email there, that's the best way to get in contact with me. My team will uh, reply to you as soon as possible. And um, it's, we're good to go. And then the last thing I want to mention, just shout out to some of the guys who put the, their money where their mouth is and are ready to learn crypto who have bought during the time we've been on this show. Just going to mention a few of them. not going to send Go ahead. Go ahead. Them, but we got uh, uh, Geronimo A., we got John S. We got Kyle B. Robert T. You know who you are. Uh, we got uh, Juan F. And then let's see here. And uh, Stefan B. So appreciate you guys for taking action and uh, getting ready to um, make gains here. Uh, serious gains within nice. this. And, and guys, like, uh, and Miguel, please, where can the people find you? Oh, yeah, for sure. You can find me at Dollar Cost Crypto on every platform, just like Charlie. YouTube, podcast, it's all the same name. And uh, dollarcostcrypto.com is coming real soon. And and you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is right now too, and show you guys a quick little snapshot of my portfolio. Thanks to Charlie, I'm not gonna tell you guys what I have, but I'll show you <laughs> give me your private keys. Bro. Give me your private keys. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Ooh, ooh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> fired. Okay. Oh. Guys, that's that is from Charlie's advice. Uh, as I'm still blurred, <laughs> but um, yeah, you guys saw that. It's a six-figure portfolio thanks to Charlie's advice. So, you know, we walk it like we talk it out here. As I'm currently blurry, fresh. Can we get that camera real fast? My bad, guys. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, thanks to Charlie's advice. Bam, and I only invested, guys. You want you want to know the total amount? About twenty thousand dollars. About twenty thousand dollars is what I invested, guys, and I was able to get these returns. And I'm just holding, man. I'm not doing nothing crazy. Whatever it is. Uh, these guys know what they're talking about. I, I trust Charlie with <laughs> with his advice. I'm probably going to start giving him money to to hold for me and, and doing what he's doing with Donovan. And yeah, man, I wouldn't have these guys on my show if I didn't take this very seriously. I mean, like I said, I go off their advice, man. So get in the goddamn course if you want to make money, man. Everyone asks me all these questions about crypto. These are the guys you want to talk to. Hey, all right. We never bring anyone on the channel that isn't proven. And if you have used them ourselves, we're never going to give them to you guys at all. So. They're, they've been proven and tested. We show receipts on this channel, niggas. So uh, <laughs> with the girls and with the money, everything like that, man. So guys, get in the course. Click the link below. Get in. Uh, take action, man. Get your money situation. Uh, you won't be able to get an ROI this high off a of, uh, you know six hundred, seven hundred dollar investment anywhere else, man. It's it's insane, man. I, I I trust Charlie with with my money, and you guys obviously see the numbers. So anyway, with that said, man. Uh, anything else, guys? Any last words? I'll give you guys the final word, Charlie and Miguel. Buy Bitcoin. Hold it and uh, don't look back. Bang, 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 man. All right, cool. Uh, Fresh, can we hit that outro? Yeah. This is, this is, Fresh is a terrible producer, by the way, guys. I'm just kidding. Guys, thank you so much. Get the course. Peace.